swinging free kick and a chance here for Kelly. He scored! David Kelly! Trackman a level against all the odds! Jennings. There's the kick. Scoreboards! This is Buxton, away from Backinson, this is Pringle, now Caprice, Caprice with the cross, the header, it's in, it's Connor Jennings! Right then, folks, what's happening? Welcome back once again to the This Is Tramia post-match reaction podcast. Instant post-match reaction of all our games this year in the league and cup, not including the stupid Papa John's or the Paul Harper deli- Pizza Delivery Man Trophy, <laughs> it's now officially called. At yes. This Is Tramia on Twitter, at Matt Hibbert on Twitter, that's me, hello, and we're joined by the illustrious podcast panel, Paul Harper, at Paul Harper 82, and round of applause, Paul, come on, give me a round of applause. He is back, live from, I believe, his prison cell, Mr. Jake Keogh, how are you? Um, good. Just in, <laughs> in my rehabilitation phase now. This yeah. is why I'm um, I'm actually prepared for this podcast. It's part of me my rehabilitation on my probation. Um, That's good. Said I've got to be more more prepared as an individual. So I've got a few stats and things. Oh, and in today's game. <laughs> I've, I've never done that before. I can tell you that. Do you no, want? No, no, I was going to say uh, preparation is not something we do. That we've ever. Done. I remember when, the night. <laughs> the night before we were supposed to do our first ever com- uh, commentary, or one of the commentaries, we were playing, um, it was the first one, commentary, at Chelmsford, or South Park, the oh, first oh. ever one. Someone and you we've said, never heard of anyway. Yeah, and you said, have you done any research? And I just sent you a photo of me watching an episode of South Park, and Paul just went, ugh. <laughs> Obviously, we went, Paul, you're the guy employed by the club, give me the team sheet tomorrow, that's all we need. Yeah. The glory days, they weren't. Um, great to have the gang back together, isn't it? And I tell you what, what a game to, to discuss. <laughs> Honestly, right? Yeah, this is why we all wanted to be a part of it. That might be one of the worst games. It's definitely in like the top 10 worst games of football I've ever seen. And, you know, we're all Chammy fans listening to this, 99%. So we've seen, think how many years. I've been, I'm 36. I've been supporting the club. My first game was 1990. So that's, you know, fucking 30 it's years of shit. And this was in the top 10. <laughs> Just an absolute nothing game between two shit teams playing shit football. Like, if you watch that, if you showed an alien, an alien lands right and goes, "Show me football." Forget all, forget everything else. By the way, just go, okay, alien. We'll get to the rest of the stuff like the galaxy and you know your spacecraft and you know the film Alien later. Show them that they'd be fucking off, wouldn't they? They'd be like, right, that's it. What is what? this is shit? See you later. I'm going back to my planet Zorg. <laughs> yeah. That was that was one of the things, you know, when you're trying to say you've you've discovered something fucking great. I don't know, a new, a new TV series. Yeah. And it's absolutely banker. If I said to you two now, 
right, lads, there's a programme on at nine. I've been watching it the last few weeks. Absolutely fantastic. I, I, like, I'm, I can't, I'm, I'm hooked on it. I know full well, if I said to you, watch tonight's episode at nine o'clock, when you watch, it will be the fucking worst thing that's ever been on TV. <laughs> and that is like, right now, if I had friends who... Football's one of the most popular sports in the world, and rightly so, probably the most popular. Yeah. And if I just, as you say, just dropped an alien off and said to him, oh, like Mr. Alien from Planet Fucking Zorb, you wait, you, you wait till you see this, this game football. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, me. It's that there for the first 60 minutes. <laughs> Turned the channel over to watch whatever aliens watch and said, right, that's me done with football. I'm never watching that ever again. And he wouldn't, you know what, can't blame him, this alien, can you? That I don't know. Do you know what? He'd probably have talked me into never watching football ever again. Yeah, but I'll go, what do you do on your planet Zorg? Whatever you do, oh, basketball. Oh, that sounds fun. We've got that here. We'll go and watch that. Just, wasn't it? Like, do you remember that Oldham Tramia game on Monday night we've spoke about before? Yeah. The famous Monday night football game. The and I think, Jake, one on telly. Yeah, I think, Jake, you said at the time on that, when we spoke about it in one of the first podcasts, like in 2016, you said you had like some, you, either you went to your friends or you had friends around to yours yeah, who were I like reds and blues. Right. There was all eight of us crammed. I had a little box room <laughs> at my mum's and it was like, <laughs> when you saw about like a little box room, this room had like, the telly was on the wall. The door didn't fully open because I had a and double a bed. bed. There wasn't enough room to swing the door open because there was a double bed in there. <laughs> And that was it. It was slightly bigger than a double bed. That's like, and there was all eight of us crammed into this room. I can only remember Tony Warner was in goal, and Dale, it was the Dale Jennings season. I don't know if he was injured or not. He did, Dale uh, Jennings went off injured after about 20 minutes, if I remember. That must be why it was the most boring game ever, because that year we were absolutely terrible, only oh, for Dale Jennings. It was fucking every now and then. Yeah, and we were in League One then, lest we forget. I mean, that today, I don't know, like, more serious thoughts on the game today. I said to Paul off-air before we started, Jake, that our decision-making in the final third, our crossing of the ball, our passing, our just decision-making in the final third is atrocious. The amount of times today we got into decent wire positions and even, like, in and around the box, every single cross was either cleared by the first man or went over everyone or straight to the keeper. Not a single cross went to one of our players pretty much. I think one of us, we won a header second half, and Clark had one, went to him, and he But, like, there was just nothing. We never looked, did we, like, scoring a goal at any point. Didn't help that whoever was in charge of the camera. Like, it was the most zoomed-out camera I've ever seen. Like, normally when the action gets exciting <laughs> in stuff, then it? And, like, I don't know, cinematography is the same in, in films as this sport, but you zoom into the action, don't you? As in, like, the action's getting more exciting. This fella, he couldn't have zoomed out further. I could see more of the motorway behind than the <laughs> no, action on I'm the pitch. Really yeah, I think you just explained it, though, Matt. You said when the, it, when the game gets exciting, you yeah. zoom in. So, effectively, you just needed <laughs> to zoom out. I'm surprised minutes. I could see any of the pitch by the end. He should just kept <laughs> zooming further and further out. By the 80th minute, he's turned it onto selfie cam and we're just oh. watching him watch the game. <laughs> I would have rather had that. It was oh, just... A terrible game of football. Two, you can see why they're third bottom, mate, can't you? They were poor. They offered so little. But and that's the annoying thing because you look at us. You look at the players we've got. The players, the eleven that started it was good, and the subs we've made, and the players that are still on the bench. And you look, all that needed was one player on our our team to grab that game by the scruff of the neck. One player. That was all it would have took, and they would have been enough to drag us over the line with a goal. And no one did it. No one had the bollocks or just the. 
I don't know, because they've got the quality. It just wasn't there. Like, did, did either side have an actual chance? Chance you're like at one where you go, they should have scored. Steven, that not one where went just past the post, didn't he? Well, where they my, slid in. That was it. In my preparation, I, my preparation was taking pictures of the full-time statistics on the iFollow. That was the prep <laughs> I've done. And both, t- I can confirm, according to iFollow, clear-cut chances, Stevenage zero, Tramia Rovers zero. Fucking hell. But the two things now, which are directly underneath them, and it, it goes to what you were saying, Matt, about just having one player and like us, us not creating chances. Successful crosses, six out of 23. Fuck. Successful dribbles, three out of three. Now, <laughs> in a 90-minute game of football, um, do you, we're not a squad for the level we're in. We're not a squad with no talent. There's, no. We've got, we've got a good calibre of talent, I think, for the squad we're in. Why are we only <coughs> trying to dribble past three players? Like, is that under instruction? Is that like a lack of confidence? What, like, what's that? How can you not... Or is it just laziness and that's why we're pumping... 23 balls into the box, only six of them come off, so we pump 17 shite balls into the box. Is it's that so Because no one wants to try and beat a man and get himself into the box. Or is that instruction or confidence? Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's it great to, seeing them numbers. That's, that, that was what made me take the picture because I wanted them two numbers. And then I just started getting the next few ones in. But I seen that and I thought... The times we had, the times that we had, there was a few times we had a chance to break... On them, and that was difficult because they were, you know, they were sitting very deep. Obviously, you know, because they know we've got a bit of pace. And we had, there was a time, a couple of times, Scotty Davis caught the ball off corners or free kicks for them. And there was a couple of other times where we intercepted, and we had a chance to turn them and break. No one in our team, especially in midfield, Banks, Spear, and Lewis, or even the strikers like Vaughan. The first thought in their head when they get the ball is to lay it off. They never turn with the ball and go. Hang on a minute, I've got five yards of space in front of me here. Let's have a run, let's open me legs, let's have a run, let's like say let's beat a man, let's create something. And you look at like you know, Woolery today, like we saw the pace he had last week against Barnsley, the way he's been keeping that when he went past his man and set Vaughan up. And yeah, just with the attacking that we've been saying all fucking season, with the attacking talent we've got, the lack of goals all season and the lack of like now the chances the lack, in the last few games creating is just not fucking good enough, is it? It isn't. I don't care what anyone says. We've got to be better. And... No, it's not. And, and as you say, they're a side who... Last year, let's not forget, they got relegated. Yeah. Last year. We, we, they got saved thanks to COVID. They were up. They were definitely going down. They, well, they, they got saved by COVID and Macclesfield. Points, wasn't yeah. it? I think that... Yeah. It was Macclesfield's points deduction, which eventually took kept them up. But last season, on points they got before Macclesfield's financial issues, they were done and dusted. And this year, I wouldn't be shocked at all if they were done and dusted again. And just then, I've just watched us play them. And I really don't think we were the better team. I'm not saying we were the worst team, but I think, it, you know, it probably was. You know, oh, it probably a draw? Yeah, game. Yeah, okay, yeah. But a draw was the fair result. You really don't want to have to stand in. For a team who've got ambitions of what at least playoffs it should be our ambitions this season, for a team with them ambitions... You know, when you play teams like that, if you're on top and they like big Samia and they all sit behind the ball and they're hard to break down and you fucking you can't do anything, then you're saying, do you know what? We had all the ball. We were a great team. They just sat in and played for the draw. 
today they 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 had fourteen shots. They had more shots than us. They weren't playing for the draw at all. They they came out and just matched us. And how are we get a match by a side with zero quality? It's one win and five, by the way, in the league. One win and five, no wins in three. Two to yeah. yeah. So it's not the, our form is not good by any stretch of the imagination. And we are. Do you know how many goals we scored this season in the league? Played twenty one games. How many goals do you think we scored? Thirty or fifteen. Twenty three. Got a goal conceded twenty five, so minus two goal difference. Like for a team with the attacking quality we've got, it's not good enough, is it? To be sat fifteenth, like then you I don't again, I don't want to be one of the people that blames Key Phil, but we were flying under doors and parky. He came in and we kept that momentum going for a little bit, but we've stalled we have stalled over the last like six or seven games. We've stalled. And I don't know, you, you keep hoping, don't you, that the next game we're going to turn that corner and see that, you know, the last good, decent, like, you know, result was um, Bolton away, wasn't it, where we played really well. I thought we played decent last week, especially with, you know, the, the players out that we had. And today was just fucking, do you know what, if I'd have thought about it more logically before today, I'd have looked at it and gone, it's the 16th of January, it's freezing, we're going down to Stevenage, it's going to be horrible. It's going to be dark at half time. Yeah, of course it was going to be a shit game. It always was going to be a shit game. But you just expect that with the quality we've got in that squad, even with the COVID and the injuries and the people unavailable, you expect better from you expect better from Trammy Rovers full stop. But with the squad of players we've got at our disposal, you expect a better performance than that from one to eleven. I couldn't even pick a man of the match today, really. Could you? Can I just put in? 20, oh, 23 goals. Go on, 23 Paul. goals we scored. 10 of them from James Warren. Is that... And then the second is uh, Peter Clark. That tells it's... With three so goals. Well. And only eight players have scored in the league for us. Um, most of the midfield haven't scored. So, yeah, this reminds me of that whole time we were we were like the relegation. We, we were the unflushable shit of League One for like eight years. <laughs> Because it was always the way I remember Josh Labbadee came in on loan When we beat Stockport to stay up And he was fantastic But we, we must have had him on loan for a month, two months And he was our second top goal scorer on five goals by the end yeah, of the season Behind Ian Thomas Ball He's only been there like five games Yeah, it's um it's There's another good. interesting one for you Just I'm just going through some stats now Just because Jake uh, jumps on the bandwagon Wouldn't stop on here, Paul so Liam Feeney has assisted four goals. Uh, nobody else has assisted more than one. Fuck it, what? So, suppose that's what happens when you pump shite balls into a box all game. Yes, yeah, it reminds me. And do you know what? This is. I don't. Uh, I don't know what kind of comparison this is nowadays. It's like watching Arsenal when you watch us. Like, <laughs> yeah. they they do the same. Oh, yeah, They're yeah, like the yeah. Premier League version of us, where they. They, Arsenal, if you're on paper, have got a great attacking line. As of we, like I genuinely believe we've got a very good attacking line. For, for the level, yeah. Yeah. For the level. Or, yeah, obviously, yeah, for the level. Um, but, you know, like James Vaughan, absolutely fantastic. Woolery, last season, got about 125 assists for Swindon. Yeah. I'm making very clear what I think of Corey on his day. Um, like, there's, there's so much talent for us going forward. But, it's just not clicking. And to be honest, I feel like half the reason we're not 
looking like we click, I don't feel like we've got direction, even as a club. And I think, like I said to to a friend before while we were watching the game, do you know when we were when we were boss with Mickey? Um, and like, I know you shouldn't always compare back to that, but when we were boss with Mickey, you'd go into the games knowing, I could have told you at least 10, probably 11 of the starting 11 every single week. Now, and obviously injuries happen and things like that, but even, like, there's lads who aren't injured and you think they've been playing well. And then next thing, they're off the team anyway. And it's sort of like, oh, well, what happened there? Why, why has this change been made? Why has that change been made? And I know some people will argue that, oh, it's different for the different opposition and this and that and the other. But as far as I'm concerned, you've got the talent that we've got going forward and you can find a way to make it click, which surely we should be able to find a way to make it click then don't fucking worry about the opposite team. Let, obviously, you, you have to in some sense, but let them worry about us. Let people change the shape to try and deal with our mega front three, which, will, which should score 30 goals between them. Let, let people try and worry about us. And let, I don't know, I feel like for the first time as a whole club, but even since, even under Brabham, we sort of like, we knew we were stopping the rot and slowly but surely on the yeah. up. Well, I, I felt like that anyway under Brabham. At the minute, I honestly couldn't tell you whether this club over the next three years is going to go up or going to step backwards. I honestly, I, I don't know what way we look like we're going at the minute. Either way, Jake, we're shit in a toilet, aren't we, still? We're unflushable again, yeah, but at the minute it's like... Are we going to get flushed down again or is someone going to... Jake, get your hand in that toilet with your glove on and fucking get <laughs> us out that shitter. <laughs> Keith Hill's trying to do it, but can't aim. He just can't seem to grab it at the minute. It's just slipping. Well, never has there been a more apt analogy for Tram Rovers than a, <laughs> a big piece of shit in a toilet. It, just, yeah, again, I, I think Paul and me will echo your sentence there, Jake. The, it's got to be that, that the attacking talent we've got has to do better. Like, it has to do better. It's a clean sheet today, and a clean sheet's great. But, you know, Scotty had one save to make, if that. There was a couple of decent yeah, blocks. A couple of managers. Manny did that fucking diabolical back pass in the first half. Like, what the fuck was going on there? Um, it's uh, the problems. Loud. It looks like you know when we don't look like we're going to concede a shitload of goals again. Touch wood. By the way, like the accident debacle or Crawley. It got to start fucking performing. Like the fact that James Warner scored ten in the league as it is is crazy, isn't it? And he's had he has chances, but like we've got to just be we've got to be better in the final third. That's the be all and end all for me, and you know, there's no rest, is there? Father's Green come up here on Tuesday, all being well, you know, without unless there's some breakout more with us or them. Did I see Grimsby got fined actually? Um, or did yeah. they get is there going to be a points deduction or is it just a fine for missing games because of them? Fine, um, with the potential of I imagine uh, probably if they have points, a breakout, should there be another? Case of it or something, I don't know. It's weird, isn't it? Because like that, the rules are... Our <sighs> first one that went back to Sulphur one apparently came from... It was players' car sharing, wasn't it? Which, you know, has been going on as old as football is. Players, you know, because, you know, they all car share, don't they? Four to a car. Especially if you're coming from a fight. Like, Ride Elge, uh, it was Ollie Banks, Rides. They're like the Manchester-based lads, aren't they? Like, and the Rides oh, comes yeah, from yeah. And then you know, the, the, whoever lives in Liverpool... They'll car share. It's always been the way, hasn't it? Like it was always Nors, you know, a, a couple of them. It just Connor, makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, it was like, like only everyday life. Football, yeah, that's just common sense. 
And if if you live near each other and you're driving half an hour away, let's drive together. Yeah, it's not like I mean they're trying to save money as well. I think it's probably good for camaraderie. It doesn't happen at Premier League level, I'm sure, where they all drive fucking Rangers and Bentleys like Paul Harper. Um, <laughs> but you know, to, I think that our concern was that they could say, well, your ca- case, your outbreak was as a direct result of that, which I think they've been advised. This is the problem. It's not the rules, is it? It's all just advisory stuff. And if you break a rule that's been advised, it's not a rule, is it? It was just advice. It's like, well, I told you. Well, you did, yeah, but there's no penalty. It has to be. The league have to come out and be like, right, while this is going on, card, sh- card, sh- card sharing car sharing needs to stop. But then that raises the fact, like, do all players even drive? I know there's some young players. You always hear, don't they? Like, how are they, if, if they're getting the lift to training, how are they going to get there? And, like, if certain players live away, it's just... Like at the minute, Paul, I don't, Jake, I don't Sorry, know. Sorry, I'm just reading about this. The, the, it's a suspended fine. Yeah, that's uh, what I thought it was. The 4,800 quid. That's not, you know, it doesn't sound like a lot, but to yeah, our clubs, like, every penny counts, speed. doesn't it? Um, would you, be, honestly, if would you be that bothered at this point now if they just went, right, stop the season and then they PPG'd it again and we end up no, finishing fucking 14? Honestly, I'd take it. I'd, I'd honestly say just scrap it. Like, you know, don't care who's top and who's bottom after. We're not even halfway through. If it's going to be, if they're going to start moaning, Paul, about like players celebrating with each other, like yeah. they have been this week, well, it's a weird thing. That's come from someone, hasn't it? That's a deflection tactic from you know from no, someone in the government, not. almost certainly. It's been fed to the press to be like, yeah. focus on this because it. yeah. it's been fine all season. And see, like, right, if you've got no problem with players hustling and bustling in fucking on a free kick if you've got no problem in rugby with players getting in a scrum you know what I mean like every fucking two minutes then it's just bizarre just fucking cancel all sport then even elite sport it doesn't really matter does it do you I know mean, what I mean I think, I think the, actually. yeah I think the the argument is that this elite sport I mean you can't really call Stephen his tram elite, but fucking no chance. It's kind of keeping spirits high, you know, when everyone's obviously locked down and can't really go out and do anything. Yeah, that this is a kind of like an avenue of entertainment that otherwise wouldn't exist. But if I'm brutally honest, I haven't enjoyed a single minute of the season. It's yeah. just, it's just. I mean, obviously, we've been watching. We've not been able to get to the ground. At all, even though there was what three or four games being played in, in front of crowds, but we've just been watching it online. It's just you just there's no connection to it. There's no there's obviously no atmosphere. There's no, you. That's, it's just a game that's going on. You can't really feel anything about it. Yeah. And, and today you were saying like you were shouting at the team. It's 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 got to the stage where I'm just like I'm a bit meh, a bit sort of I'm not all that asked about it anymore, which is a shame, but. That's just how I'm feeling. There's no real connection to it, and you're watching on a screen. It's just not the same at all. And if they if they did scrap it, I would not be asked one little bit because, yeah, it's just it's just adding to the Saturday woes. (laughs) No, (laughs) drive around. It makes me feel sorry for for exiles and for you know like fans who I don't know maybe Premier League fans who can't afford tickets. Or exiles who can't get to the Tramier yeah, games. It's like I it's can't. Simple, I can't engage. I can't like. I it, it, it is. I, I can't explain the feeling, but it's completely different to yeah. go in the game. And now I understand it's, it's it so more. Simple. 
actually. Like I always thought when when we were allowed to go to the games, like I always always knew in the back of my mind, oh, I, I, you know, I don't get how people don't want to go to the games. This is boss, blah blah blah. But now I'm in them shoes. I really don't understand why people like how people don't want to go. Like some some people can't. I say with exiles or now you can't afford tickets or anything. Some people just aren't in the the right circumstances to be able to go to the game. But Christ, like, if you, after this, I think everyone who gets a chance to go to a football match ever again will dive on it because this is terrible to be sat watching on the TV every week, honestly. I I am not enjoying it one bit. I've got, like, I, I feel for the first time ever, really, I've almost got, like, no affinity with with this team at the minute because yeah. why should I? I haven't been able to go and see him. There was a huge turnover in the summer, and you know, like the only players who really, you know, like ride Scotty Davis, you know, even the likes of you know Blacker Taylor was there last year, wasn't the greatest year, but like a lot of them are new faces, and it's kind of like yeah. I've not been able to go to the game, and he, like even like Jake saying there that watching it on the telly, I'd say that in, for exiles and people. You know, previous to this season, like Prem fans who watch on the telly, when there was fans in the ground, it was still different because you were still able to sample the atmosphere. I mean, I, I remember uh, the first few years of I thought, even like listening when Paul used to do the the commentary on Mixlr, you'd still hear, you know, the away grounds we go to Maidstone, and you'd hear in the background, you'd hear the Trammy fans singing, wouldn't you, coming through, and that was still a way of, you know, as close as we could to getting, you know, if you can't be at the game you were still able to at least sample the atmosphere and feel, you know, you're watching it on the telly when the the fans are in there. It's a completely different thing. We're watching games now with no fans, silence. And even worse, when they put the Prem games and put the fake crowd noise on, it's just terrible. And I've just got no, it feels weird. Like I'm still getting angry like today watching that shape, but the affinity and and the, it feels weird. Like I still love the football club like we all do, but then looking at that team, you, you almost feel like if any of them left, you wouldn't be just like when Noor's left, and we were all like, "Fucking oh, it, you know." And even like Connor leaving in the summer was like the last, oh, wasn't it? Yeah, no. It was a real like, fucking, like oh. um, and it just feels that like I've got like I, I keep using the word affinity. I just like the the connection with yeah, this team, this squad isn't there through no fault of their own. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's all well and good. For, like it sounds like fair weather fan, but I felt like it was coming back when we were on that winning run because it was Dawes and Parky, you know, and we fe- it felt like we were all in it together. It's it's you know it's it's fickle, isn't it? It's, it can be fickle like that. Now we're playing shit. It's do you know what the time of the year doesn't help, does it? The, the whole situation we're back in a lockdown. Yeah. It's rain. It's cold. You know, it's raining, there's nothing every minute of every day. Yeah, there's no all we're hoping for is vaccine rollout. Can we get back to normal ish and a summer coming? And like at the minute there's no positivity around at all. Yeah. Except for my only hope is that that delivery driver I've paid to go and knock at Paul's in the next fifteen <laughs> minutes turns up. Um yeah, it's just it's a grim time, isn't it? And like I think if your football club can do well during this time, it can raise a smile. But yeah. I'm just thinking, do you know what? Like of, of all the seasons to choose to be sh- a bit shit, I'd rather it be this season that I have to watch on the telly. I'd, almost in a way, when we were winning, it was annoying, wasn't it? Like when we went to Bolton and won, you were like, I wish I could have fucking been there. When we yeah. got that late goals against Port Vale, it was like amazing. I love it. But fucking hell, I would have been behind that goal when Kieran Morris scored that screamer. And it's yeah. the back of my mind the whole time is that, like, you know, if we're going to have a season where we just finished fucking 15th in League Two, be this season with no fans there. Yeah. 
Imagine being to be like, fair, those... like give, give us a bit of pre-warning though about it. Yeah, let so us we... know. <laughs> so we, we can know. tell the alien. Be like, Mr. Alien, come down for this game. I'll show you this. It's like with the FA Cup draw before it happened. I think a few. I think we said in the chat. Do you know if we got Man United away in that FA Cup draw? I reckon I'd have cried. Honestly, yeah, like... I feel so bad for Marine. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, unbelievable. Like. I've I've got no affiliation to Marine, but I'd love to have gone to that. I'd have loved to have gone and knocked on the house number at number 23 and said, can I watch this over your back garden? (laughs) Just for a bit of live football. Like, like, the last thing you want, it it sounds so bad, but the last thing you want while you you can only watch the game on the telly is great days of football. Like, I don't want to see Tramia come back and win 4-3 in the 94th minutes again. Because I've still just got to watch it on the telly in the house on my own and then do nothing to go out and celebrate it because there's nowhere I'm allowed to go except the house. <laughs> just think, but like the amount of times this season where me and Paul, it's got to literally the amount of times this season I've been sat there in mine with Nick and like it's got to about five minutes before the end of the game and I'm just like fucking hell. And I, I realize I go, I've got to go and do the fucking podcast. And Nick always just goes, just don't do it. Just don't, just don't turn up. And I'm like, I've got to do it. And then, you know, Paul, we've had some times well, on this. We, we, where, we, well, how we, got we don't have to, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, we're doing it. bound to do it. Yeah. Like, someone's got to do it. And then, um, it's, it's, been, it's been cathartic at times, hasn't it? Obviously, yeah. it was great when we were flying. You, you can't wait to get on, can you? It's like, quick, let's get the fucking pod. But it's just, um, just a shit year you know, a shit season, a shit time, isn't it? And, you know, we're very much encompassing how shit everything is in the world right now, aren't we? We're like a microcosm of the world's problems right now is Trammy Rovers drawing nil-nil away at Stevenage, playing shite. Yeah. I don't know what's worse for me, health or coronavirus or Trammy. <laughs> and and I've, yeah, had, I've had just coronavirus. <laughs> If, if Tramia Rovers is now another reminder of coronavirus, let's just scrap the lot. Because let's be honest, Paul's saying about it um, like being a bit of a morale boost to football for people. It's like throwing a, a, a toilet roll in the bath and hoping it's going to dry everything up. It's yeah. not making me feel much better at football at the minute. <laughs> so we may as well just scrap the lot now. Like throwing a toaster in the bath at the minute. Fucking, like, honestly, if they can work on a vaccine for Tramia, that would do me a lot of good. I think it would do us all a lot of good if Pfizer or AstraZeneca or the lads at Oxford University, come up with a Tramia vaccine. Because um, I think we could all do with that. Couldn't we? It, it, would have saved, it would have saved me 30 years' worth of pain and suffering. I've seen a tweet before. Um, they weren't tweeted that this is Tramia page. It was just tweeted in general. You just remind me saying toaster. That's why I laughed. Um, any chance Keith Hill can jump in the bath with his microwave? Fucking <laughs> hell. I mean, oh, wow. I wouldn't wish any... Uh, by the way, I'm not encouraging any threats or any dangers to Keith Hill. I don't want him to be in any sort of danger by reading that out. I'm just saying, I think when tweets like that start happening, you know things aren't very well. There's problems if fans are tweeting things like that. That's right. what I'm trying to get at. Right. So on that note, let's go through all the <laughs> tweets that we have been sent at it at. Oh, well, um, I'm sure it's going to be... Laughing in stuff, isn't it? It doesn't get a whole lot better. Um, <laughs> apologies if I don't read them all, but we have had a lot, and a lot of them are still 
saying the same thing. Well, so you could probably, if I don't get to read yours out, I apologise. Just read one yeah. out of Paul, because they're all probably the exact same, aren't they? Okay, right. Uh, so the, the one at the top of my feed is from Rover and Out. It says, that's a game TRFC should win. We get a nil-nil draw with the team, third bottom of the league, three shots on target, simply not good enough. Last five league matches, 1-1, one, one, drawn two, lost two, not, pro- not promotion form. Yeah. Uh, Tramia Trish, uh, boring, frustrating, disappointing, lacking in quality, feeling deflated, uh, confident we have no chance of promotion this season. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, let me see if I can find some positive ones. Um, Dave Byrne says... Dave Byrne says, my friend called it. Steven in Japan, we matched it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop right there. Is uh, Jake Keo running that bath? Sounds, microwave. Sounds like he's just flushed Tommy Rovers down the shit there. That, <laughs> has, to have been a to- that has to have been a toilet. Um, that, was, that was a toilet flush, yeah. <laughs> Tommy Rovers. Um, Tommy have you Rovers been sat on the toilet? No, no. Right. It, it was... It was um, <laughs> What's Jake. it called? Is it a number three for a week? Number, no, it's fucking a number, number one. A number three is a shit and a piss. A number oh, okay, one is a well, piss. Jake, okay, what, wait one, there. Then. I'll tell you what a number three is. I'll tell you what a number three is, actually. Number one is a piss. Well, anyway, number it's a number one. A number three is a... <laughs> okay, well, it's definitely a number one. Well, I'll let you listeners be the judge of that. You went quiet for about 30 seconds to a minute, Jake, and we all know how long it takes. And <laughs> that will do in about three number threes then. Right, get Lydia on. Let's ask her. How long does Jake Keo normally take? <laughs> that might have topped like you've somehow managed to top Paul Harper's washing machine and the Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, Jake Keo, everyone. <laughs> do you know what like, off me for once, thank you. <laughs> do you know what? I wasn't gonna do it, but there was a pod at the start of the season. But I didn't do it, and Lydia went to the toilet. I didn't do it because I knew I was on the pod, and I thought, right, I'll do it when the pod finishes. And then in between that time, Lydia went in, and then as soon as I finished the pod, started moaning at me because I hadn't flushed the toilet. So I was like, oh, great. So I vowed from that moment on that in future, I'll just have to bite the bullet, and here we are. The bullet has been well and truly bitten. You've eaten that bullet well and truly. Right, you're looking for uh, positive tweets. Is uh, Gid Sentinel? Ooh. So we sent our best wishes to, to course, Nate. Yeah. Um, he says, I was a bit shit house today, felt a bit meh, and was prepared to miss out on what should have been an easy win. I regret not a single thing. Uh, serious question he asks um, If I stand in front of a mirror, clip my heels together, and say Danny Cowley three times, will he come and save us? Probably I don't think not. so. Well, to be fair. I'm yeah. more than happy for him to take one for the team and try. Do you know yeah. what? I'll do it with him. Yeah. Well, if we all do it, if we all do it, maybe it'll happen. I think... Yeah, um, get on a Zoom call and we'll all do it together. I think we need Dynamo the Magician. Um, <laughs> who else? Paul Daniels, as a dated reference for you. <laughs> and... Any other famous magicians? Penn and Teller. Get there. You go. Forget Dawes and Parky. These magicians were alive. Get forget Dawes and Parky. Get Penn and Teller in till the end of the season. Give it Penn and Teller till the end of the season. That's what I say. Yeah. Leslie Murray says uh, hangover induced sleep during the first half. 
lucky me. <laughs> um, unfortunately, she did watch the second half. Um, just well, just before you go on to the next tweet, someone texted me during the game to say um, that his stream had gone off. We were texting all game, just talking about the game as we were watching, and then he texted me to say his stream had gone off. And I was like, oh, mine's still working. I don't know what's happened to you there. And he put, ha, unlucky for you. <laughs> <laughs> I think sums up today's game quite well. Right, some more positivity from Matthew Glazier, who says, uh, solid from a defensive point of view. And I won't read the rest of his tweet, if you don't mind. Oh, no, come on, Paul. I won't hear you. Oh no, because it's, it's very negative. Uh, <laughs> attacking wise, too many long balls. Played better football second half, but those creative displays against Port Vale, Grimsby, and Carlisle seem a distant memory. So the hope that kills you and promotion seems a remote prospect right now. It wasn't so it wasn't mega miserable, but uh, yeah, not quite as positive as his as his opening line. Um, everybody else. Um, here we go. We we all know about Dan TRFC and his uh, Twitter handle changes. It's now Salt and Pepper out. And he's tweeted us just saying, Hill out, 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 about 55 times. So thank you for that. I, I'm looking forward to going back and listening to that because do you know them, um, <laughs> like them things? We're going to clip that. Like, <laughs> if you change if you change what you read while you're listening to that, I think you could make people believe you were saying halal then. <laughs> As in, the the blessed meat. I yes. thought you were saying hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> See, Matt, you, Matt you're, you're a clever man, stuff like this. You need to change that and put the words in front of it also. It's like hello, hello, halal. <laughs> I'm sure you can figure out a few more things. And Are you suggesting I, like every one of them. I stitch up Paul Harper? I'd never do something like that. <laughs> No, not recently. It's um, time, it's his, Twitter, <laughs> his, um, the, his, his picture in the uh, on his Twitter bio is a picture of Keith Hill in a, in a flat cap, very, very smart. And underneath it says, uh, at the minute, nothing needs to change. If it isn't broken, don't fix it. Maybe modify it slightly. The magic is already here. I just need to add a little bit of salt and pepper. Hashtag Keith Hill out. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> So yeah, we, we we know your thoughts there, Don. Um, yeah, fair bit of negativity, boring. Uh, a few people saying just poor. West Yorkshire's SWA says Hill, Hill is shocking. He sapped all the energy and flair from our players. Yeah, there's not too many kind ones, surprisingly. I did say I would read um, Deck Evans's one, so. Uh, here we go. Result comes as no surprise. Keyfield has done nothing but talk the talk since his appointment. I'm yet to see him and the attacking style of play he has promised us all. Walk the walk. Uh, mid-table obscurity pending. Yes, please. And I will say that um, we, we did, I did mention when he took over that I was pleased with he was saying the right things. And now he's just saying the same old boring shit that you get off every manager oh, you know, in a post-match interview, there's something to build on. All this kind of crap. It wasn't the worst performance. Blah 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 blah. Um, he was going on about promotion being 
promotion, promotion, promotion was kind of like a, a key um, sort of statement in his early interviews. And he hasn't mentioned promotion or playoffs in any of his recent interviews, to my knowledge. So I think expectations lowered. Go on. It wasn't tweeted to us, but I've just liked it. In fact, yeah. it's getting unliked. It's getting a retweet instead. Keith Phil definitely got his salt and pepper from Willow Catering because <laughs> he's making us taste like shite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about there that. There we go. I've had a little bit of salt and a little bit of pepper. Yeah, that's it. So apologies, I'm not going to read all of them out because they are of a similar kind of message. And a few people did tweet to say it's, it's going to be boring. We're just reading out the same, you know, tweets, tweet after tweet, all saying the same sort of thing. So I've picked out a few with, um, from those. Um, but yeah, we were, we were all singing from the same page. It wasn't good at all. So, yeah. But thank you to everyone for, for sending them in. We do appreciate it. We have, I've read them all. Um, it's just we're not going to fill this pod just full of the same message over and over. So I hope you don't mind. I mind, yeah, Paul. of course. <laughs> well, yeah, of course, again, Matt would mind. Yeah. <laughs> if I can... put off £200 off at Matt's house right now. <laughs> I need £1,250. It's getting boxed. So, yeah. Um, Shall we wrap this thing up? That normally means another 20 minutes, doesn't it? No, please no. <laughs> yeah. My, my tea's cooking downstairs. Oh, what are you having? We're having, surprise. We're having some crispy, crispy chilli beef. Oh. Are you trying to make yeah. your own? Well, Lexi is, yeah. I'm certainly not. But, uh, yeah, she's, got, she's having a go. Here's an idea. Uh, Here's an idea to cheer everyone up. Right, remember Ready, Steady, Cook? <laughs> yes. and remember can't cook won't cook right yes. classics Fame Britain and Ainsley Harriet right let's bring them two shows together right Paul Harper hosts <laughs> thoughts yeah I'm, I'm in I'm in you, I'll speak to I'll sign? well I'm your agent Paul so it goes to me <laughs> um, you know I'll, I'll speak to the I'll speak to the lads at the BBC see if, see if we can get this done <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's a winner. Um, big thank you to the Official Supporters Club for their support once again this season, helping us with our running costs. Um, yeah, go check out them on Twitter and Facebook and see the good work that they're doing to, to help the club through this difficult period. Um, and yeah, thank you to everyone for listening. We did say last week that we were going to do some special pods, get some guests on and stuff. I am working on it. So hopefully we can get some in the can in the next couple of weeks um, and bring those to you over the over the you know the, the lockdown weeks that we're going to be suffering for the next four to five weeks, I guess. But uh, yeah, thank you for your support and for listening. Do appreciate it. To end on one nice thing from myself and well, a very nice thought. Jay Harris got booked for Wrexham today, so let's all think about that tackle. Because about it was a fucking blinder. <laughs> he loved I'm, the tackle, I'm didn't he? I'll highlights tonight and hope it's on there. Oh, did they get on? Did, did they win? They won three one, and Jarvis got booked in the forty second minutes. But he absolutely volleyed whoever he got booked for. Who were you playing? Dover. Dover. They were a gang of gobshites, weren't they? I remember. Didn't Mike Palios say that their chairman was a prick? 
Oh, they were a horrible team to play against, so I'm glad he booted one of them. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that tackle. Good time. Yeah. I already know. They're on the brink of the playoffs now. So is the whole fucking league, haven't they only played 10 games? It's like, yeah. I, can't, I can't see how they're going to finish it. Like, it's... Yeah. It's a neat... The league, I only one game. Yeah, well, it was FA Trophy games as well, I think. Um, yeah, they said that on, on BT Sports Score when I was watching it. I'll just make a point here as well. Like, Soccer Saturday, by the way, I switched over at half-time to watch that. Um, it, that isn't what it once was. And I will go on a limb. The BT Sports Score show is better than Soccer Saturday now. That's my opinion. Yeah, they should not have got rid of Letizia and uh, Tomo and all that. No, and uh, like my opinion, I know that they wanted you know fresh, you know, freshen things up. It was it Charlie Nicholas Thompson and well, Letizia? Yeah. And that yeah, used kept... to be fantastic Sky Sports news on a Saturday afternoon. He kept Mace on, didn't he? And he kept Jeff yeah. Stelling. But yeah, it's it's just the whole point was that was the. Um, the what's the word that you know what, that, like the three of us when we're together on air we bounce off each other what's it called like the connection we, we have yeah band the brothers the yeah. group mates, yeah. no man left behind do you know what I mean if I was in the trenches with you two obviously <laughs> do you know what I mean I'd, I'd be right there right yeah, behind see you later. I'd be right there what if, right what if Paul you. was at the back of my <laughs> I know Paul be, I'd, be, I'd be pushing <laughs> Paul to the front going Paul you you know you know what? I'll, I'll go on a limb Paul, and say Paul, this, Jake. Block this bullet. <laughs> what, I was about to say, Paul Harper would take a bullet for me and you. Do you know what I mean? And I'd, I'd be right there. Choice, yeah. and, no, no, Paul, you take a bullet for me and Jake, and I'd, I'll be right there saying, I'd agree. I'd let you take a bullet for me. <laughs> so kind of you. Yeah. Well, isn't your range? I would, I would do it. it. Yeah, I thought you would. Paul, you don't fancy coming around my house later, do you? And just standing outside the front door. <laughs> Are you expecting stuff after this? Just, you know, I've had a bit of a run with um, you know. I thought I've been playing a lot of Grand Theft Auto, and I've been, <laughs> I've been so it's taken over my brain so much. I've been acting like that in real life. So I had a bit of murder in Lidl yesterday <laughs> over a sourdough cob. Big shout out to them, by the way. If you haven't get yourself down to Lidl, get to the bakery and get one of the sourdough cobs. Oh, it makes the best toast you'll ever have in your life. That's all I've eaten today is toast. They must still be doing well, supermarkets. Well, yeah. They're, they're always they're, busy, aren't they? They're like the only places that should really be open, to be honest, aren't they? Like, do you know what I mean? But, uh, but yeah, so big shout out to the lads at Lidl. Great bunch of lads. Other supermarkets are available as well, obviously. Um, So the next two games, it's like... It's two real big games up next. Forest Green, who obviously we don't we get don't. on with them, do we? And then Bolton, the return of game at Bol- uh, home to Bolton next week. Two home games as well. So what do you, like, I'll ask you now, not that we can predict anything, but like, what do you expect? What's your head say and what's your heart say for the next two games before we finish? Honestly, I don't want to watch the Forest Green game. I really don't. Because <laughs> I hate Forest Green. Like, I really, really, really hate Forest Green. And I can't bear to see them beat. Was that green cola that did it? Honestly, oh, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't really tell you what did it. I've, <laughs> since day one, I've not really liked them. That uh, green cola, Jake, was a disgrace, and so was the fucking vegan gravy on the chips. It was fucking... all just a bit, a bit of a. It won me over slightly. Next three games at home. So, do you remember the Tuesday night game call where they turned the lights off yeah. after sixty minutes? That yeah. made me laugh. That so the. 
they won me over a little bit then. Not on purpose, I was sort of laughing at them, not with them. So we do two all but in, now the, just, in the conference. Yeah, yeah it, the game was won all after three minutes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I hate Forest Green. I really, really, really hate Forest Green. I can't stress that enough. You took a shit on the pitch, didn't you, after the playoff semi-final? And I can't bear <laughs> to watch them beat us, I honestly can't. And yeah. I can't predict anything else at the minute. So I don't really know about that one. It's a big week. It's one of them. If we can sit here this time next week and we've we've put two good performances in and beaten Forest Green and, and Bolton, suddenly you'll be looking going, can we get into that top seven? But then there's just as much chance, isn't there, of us sitting here and we've lost both chase. games yeah. and we're going, fucking hell, we're only six points off the bottom two. Like, th- this is the club we're at. This is the, at the minute. We're just, there's no, we're so unpredictable in a bad way. Yeah. And we've just got to get our act together and fucking, you know, the players need to start performing to the levels that they can play at because it's a squad. And we've said this all fucking season. I keep repeating myself. It's a squad full of quality footballers. Just fucking start performing, fellas. Jesus Christ. Yeah, next three games at home. Um, big opportunities to get points on the board, I would say. Um, some favourable fixtures coming up. But yeah, as you said. Yeah, we're just too unpredictable. I would, I would say, two or three points will be sat here with next this time next Saturday. We've got the next four games. Are like say, Paul, this Tuesday, Forest Green at home. Next Saturday, Bolton at home. The Tuesday after that, Harrogate Town at home, and then we go to Morecambe. Like for me, you look at that and go, "There's no reason why we can't win four out of four there, is there? There really isn't. If we just start performing to the levels we can it, but." Who fucking knows? We'd probably lose all four and end up four points off the bottom two. I honestly thought when obviously you always want to think that when you've won seven games on the trust, but I honestly felt like at that point the way we were playing, the way everything was going, you know, we were getting one nils, which I always say champions wins. Like I honestly felt like we could have turned it around and won the league then, and then. One big change happens, and I'm not saying that big change is the reason, but look at us now. Yeah, I don't know. It is. I hope hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but that big change seems to have been massively in um, what's the word? It stopped the momentum, didn't it? It was a detriment. That big change has like coincided with the drop in form yeah so that's a fact as well like isn't it yeah unfortunately so I mean it, there's always going to be a drop in form when, you, when you're when going for 100% the only way is down unfortunately it's but, the performances uh, like, though as well isn't it yeah I was about to say the performances have been yeah you know, near it. we were I loved us then because we were everything like I love in a team of like the hard work the never say die the, everyone like it went not everything was great, like I said, we conceded three to four fail. Not everything was perfect. But fuck me, we, we didn't often run ourselves into the ground and really like really look like every time we got the ball, everyone was full of confidence, everyone wanted to play. So hopefully at some point, I don't know how or I don't know when, but hopefully at some point soon we get back to that like confident, almost like very relaxed way of playing football. I, I said it. It, it reminded me with Dawes. I said it when Ollie come into um, 
Man United after Jose Mourinho. I was saying what he what I felt like he done when he went into Man United was he just took all the stress away from the players and almost just let them do what they wanted and let them act how they wanted and let them just like just enjoy playing. And I felt like our team then looked like every single one of them man for man really enjoyed playing. And now it looks a bit like Jackson two point where as you say, we're like none of the midfielders turn on the ball and things, Matt. Like it, it, everyone's stress levels are through the roof again. It feels like when yeah. I'm watching it. I don't know if that's just with my stress levels are through the roof when I'm watching <laughs> it. But that's how I that like that's the feeling I get when I watch the games. At the it's like the overthinking everything. I've always said like football is a simple game, and I think a lot of people overcomplicate it. And it's certainly a simple game when you look at the squad we've got. Now, again, the players we've got, let them go out and play football, and we should be a lot of the teams in this division because man for man we are better footballers and should be a better team but it's not that simple is it unfortunately football is not a simple science um, should we let everyone get back to their lives it's uh, yeah. I'm getting I'm getting evils from Tasha she's hungry yeah. um, the second this podcast ends I'm going to completely put that game behind me so I'm ready for I'm ready for this moment yeah I was going to say Jake there's a film Shawshank Redemption something you should watch it might give you some ideas <laughs> That, that, you think of the old me now. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, Green Mile then. Maybe, yeah. A, ca- a cautionary tale. <laughs> right um, then. Sorry, I got distracted then by the dog. I was... If, I, was, uh, if I went all quiet. I a a likely just, story, Paul. The um, dog stood at me feet. Typical. That's no way to speak about Lydia. She's actually... Is <laughs> she not? Um, right then, we'll be back on Tuesday, won't we? After the Forest Green game, yeah, not always. Probably without Jake, because again, he's not going to be able to bring himself to to watch the possible defeats. Hopefully, we're, we're not Is talking that about Forest Green. Yeah, Tuesday. Oh yeah, count me out. Well, me and Paul will be back regardless. Maybe Jake will yeah. see. We'll see, um, Jake, what are you having for your t- dinner? I don't know, you know, I'm not really, I was, I've listened, I was thinking about that then, and I'm not hungry, and it's always hard to decide what you want for dinner when you're not yeah. hungry. See, I tell that to Tash all the time, and she's like, what are you having? And I'll, I'll decide when I'm hungry at like seven o'clock. Oh God, she's looking at me, she's here. Oh God. She's staring at me from the door. Right, press the end call. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's uh, we will be back um, Tuesday after Forest Green. At Matt Hibbert on Twitter, at Paul Harper82, at Jake Keogh, double H, at This Is Tramia. A fucking shite day at the office. I'm not having a, a, a donor from Yummies. I'm having something even more interesting, and there will be a photo on Twitter later. Go and get yourself, as we say, little PSA at the end. Don't let us being shite ruin your weekend, ruin your Saturday. Go and get yourself a few cans from your office. Go and get yourself a scran. Uh, and enjoy your Saturday. We will be back Tuesday after the first green game. Up the fucking tram here. Yeah.